Do you think the market knows about the trend line? This is what she did into the end of day. Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, December 6, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have a market that is A, still eating time off the clock. B, is still hanging around the trend line. And C, put in what we'll call somewhat of a reversal candle today with no accompanying spike in volume. However, price is the absolute. It is technically speaking a reversal candle Above the trend line, she remains bullish. Below the trend line, it's less bullish, and a further pullback can certainly ensue. Doesn't mean all-out bearish. Remember, she was far from home base. Guess what? Each and every day we make this video, home base creeps up to price. Christ eats time off the clock or creeps down closer to home base. Speaking of the trend line, Here's an opportunity for a lesson learned. I pulled this off the comments under the YouTube video last night. Lots of laughs. How is that a trend line? You just draw a line between two random points that are three months apart. All the other action during the three months is way below the line. So how is that a trend? Here's a perfect example of Richard from Tennessee most likely, who doesn't know what he doesn't know. He thinks we're talking about a trend. We're talking about a trend line. The market draws the trend lines. We don't draw the trend lines. You look at the hourly chart. Once they got to the trend line, what happened? They've been hugging the trend line. Does anybody still believe this is nonsense or is that a legitimate trend line? Let me hear your comments under today's video. So where do we go from here? Well, if she gets below the trend line, you can look for a drop below. Write this down. Here we are back to the sticky note business. 453.27, it is unfinished business. It is lurking, as they say in the trading parlots. Doesn't mean they can't come lower if they're below the trend line. They can. Inside the number members will have those lower numbers at their disposal and traders in the live room first thing tomorrow morning. On an as-needed basis, of course. What if the trend line holds? Well, then this is another fake-out type of candle situation. Like what? Like this one here where you had a one-day wonder fake-out situation and the market did what? It just continued in the northern direction. All we need to know is above the trend line, she's bullish. Below the trend line, she's less bullish, prone for a pullback. Nothing more, nothing less from a daily chart perspective. I'll give you one more number. What happens if they get below and they start pushing below 453.27 while there are some intraday supports underneath, what's the next real bona fide number under there, which is there's a big fat round number. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through for 50 and a quarter. Put that on the sticky note for 50 and a quarter. Maybe they get to 450, maybe they spike it through, but if they do the come up short thing, the actual number comes in at 450 and a quarter. 
What happened inside the numbers? Anybody make money today inside the numbers? Let's hear it under the video if you did. There were plenty that did. We had what's called a two for today. We'll go over it when we get to the chart. We have something for everybody. What I urge you to do is read the notes. Read everything that's here. Pause the video. Go back to the chart and double check the work. See if I'm A, either bananas, or B, have an idea of what I'm talking about and I know where the numbers are. Let's focus on highlighting a couple of things. How about 457.60? So here we say, and this is the pre-market stuff, this is at zero dark 30. Above 457.60 opens the door for the aforementioned leg higher toward a spike above 459. Down here, you have a flip side situation where 456.35 is our bear pivot today. Write these numbers down, certainly on a sticky note. Herein lies your gap and crap situation. Market gapped up this morning. Right of the vertical is today's activity. We certainly think better in pictures. So the blue line is 457.60. Remember that number. That was the market breaking out over a spot. And I'll show you what the spot was. Let's go to the hourly chart. And you can see it here. The high in this candle is 457.59. We're rounding it up a penny for 60. So the market is trying to grind up, keeps getting rejected, making a bearish pattern. That was the high in that move. Therefore, breaking above that does what? Breaks the chain. Go back to the email this morning. Breaks the chain. It would open the door for 459. They didn't quite get there. They came up short. There is a gap up there. So they were so weak that they came up short of the gap. It's by design. It's on purpose. There's always a choice. But Mrs. Market decided not to fill the gap and had a gap in crap for the rest of the day. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. Did we have some traders that front ran the gap on the short side? You betcha we did in the live room for sure. That's in the spirit of sometimes they come up short. What else did we do in the live room? How about being buyers at 457.60? We didn't get a whopper out of it. We got a base hit a little bit more, maybe round first, but come back to the bag. That's okay. Base hits put you in the hall of fame. You want your account statement you want the chart to be going from lower left to upper right. You want to be building capital. You do that with base hits. You never know which ones are going to give you the doubles, triples, rocket rides, whoppers, whopper juniors. We take a profit at the scalp, which is five to seven ES handles or 50 to 70 PY cents, if you will. That's the scalp. You let the rest go and you don't let the remaining portion of the trade go bad on you. This is the process we use each and every day in the live trading room. It's how you build capital. Next number down, 456.35. That was the bear pivot today. Above, she's bullish. Below, she's bearish. You can see what happened. Came into it, tried to hold it for a while, gave you some scalp opportunities off of it, and then what? Gave up the ghost into the end of the day. And you can see here, last ditch effort, no dice, down to what? The trend line. It's all in here. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. You can see here early in before the market opens, 907, 
looking at can react at 459.10 up to 459.65, just slightly higher around a next big fat round numbers, an area they're not going to just blow right on through. So traders have an idea of where the important stuff is. They can design the trade for what makes them comfortable. They never got all the way up to 459, fair enough. Pause them, read them, back to the chart, double check the work. 932, 457.60 is support and can bounce the tape. That's French for there's a trade in there. Pause them, read them, back to the chart to double check the work. 1010, nice bounce off 457.60, nice trade, all that stuff. Again, it's all in here, entries, exits, important numbers, if, thens, all that stuff. Each and every day, this is your tour guide to the S&P. About stocks on the move today, only three on the board. We had Big Mo, MDB, MongoDB, and Box. Box didn't hit its entry objective, it's off the board, but we will take a look at the other two. Remember, we've got something for everybody. Big Mo getting a haircut at the opening bell, you see the range there. 41.38 was the first number on the board. They opened below it, so what happens? It's off the board. It doesn't exist. What happens? The second number is activated. They came halfway home between the first and the second, and they're real tight there. 41.12 to 40.85. That's not that big of a deal. And then what'd they do? They bounced right back up, and they gave you the trade. Just a base hit. Nothing more, nothing less, but base hits put you in the hall of fame. How about MongoDB getting a buzz cut at the opening bell? 404.80 was the first number. They spiked it, came up short of the second. Immediate rocket ride right back. The high in this candle is 415.72. We'll call it a $10 bounce for argument's sake. MongoDB, the numbers work. After that, the trade's over. You don't care what they do the rest of the day. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Tried to break out early today, finished near the lows of the day. They seem to be wanting to do what's called a pullback operation. They're comfortably above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend. Pullbacks are meant to be bought in an uptrend for another move higher. They have a mission. The mission is 190. Not to say they can't go higher. They can go higher. But the mission is a minimum of 190. They have to pull back for a couple of days with the market. That's fine. Remember, we have tinfoil hat cycle type stuff next week. We also have what's called a plethora of information coming between now and next week, meaning we have all kinds of data going on. We have non-farm payrolls, phony jobs report. We have options expiration week, but not only regular way, but it's quad witching regular way options expiration week next week we have the FOMC next week we have alphabet soup CPI PPI they're gonna move the tape between now and next week remember markets trading up into these events or down into these events have a tendency to form what's called a pivot in the trading parlance I would put this one on a new sticky note if you didn't write it down yesterday Nothing wrong with the IWM. Pullbacks happen because nothing goes in a straight line. Folks down at the transportation department tried to rally early in the day, gave up the ghost, finished on the lows of the day. Again, pullback operation. We're going to use the breakup candle low, the last one in the sequence, as the bogey. 
15018. Call it 15 and change for argument's sake. That's going to be garden variety of chart support. Q people, similar to the spiders, can't get through this stuff up near 391 and change. Coming back down to, for the third day in a row, the 20-period moving average or home base. Again, pullbacks are not a problem for the uptrend. They happen. They're normal garden variety stuff. If they pull back into next week, it may present a buying opportunity. We'll see. About the financials, the XLF, after trying to rally, spiking above the former high by a penny or two, coming down, finishing near the low of days. Again, the reversal type situation, that's the appearance on the chart. We take the market at face value. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. You didn't have tremendous volume. You didn't have institutional participation on a reversal with a spike in volume, all that stuff. What you have is a candle that finished near the lows of the day after trying to make a high. So it is a reversal candle technically, but the XLF was down 18 cents, half a percent. We're not going to make too much out of that. Why? Because they're a little bit extended from home base. Home base is creeping up to price. Let price eat some time or come down to home base. Again, pullbacks in an uptrend are meant to be bought. You just have to have the place and the timing correct. Smash Mouth, similar situation. Can't get back and recapture the 20-period moving average. Pullbacks across the board. Remember the other day when they missed this gap by a couple of pennies? I was a little bit dubious of that. That's by choice. They'll come back and get it, but that may need be the final destination, maybe lower. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.